Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. What are we going to do today? Today is going to be an amazing day. Um, today we're going ahead with another book summary. Or we finish up with another one that I have started. I do not really remember. But I think we have actually finished up with Wisdom by Peter Bevelin. Bevelin, Bev, whatever. You know what it is. You know what it is, and there we go. But I think that I have finished it. Yes, we have. We have indeed finished it. So let's actually see what we can find. A new really great article slash summary slash whatever. Um, all for the sake of showing you which summaries there are on the net Eliasson everything written together dot com site is you're gonna find it by googling um, there are quite a ton of book summaries quite a ton of very good books um, always a great way to figure out whether you like it if you dislike it whether it is useful for you or not and so on and so forth um, before you actually buy a book of course depends on your financial situation you know some people can um, deal with a um, with a book they do not actually like and they've spent 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks on it and they are fine with that because they are making enough money but I would not count myself to these people so um, I'm in general just sticking to book summaries I think you can actually get quite a lot of information very good information out of articles and summaries and so on and so forth without actually having to buy a book learning i think the talent code the rise of the creative class the practicing mind The Little Book of Talents, How We Learn by Benedict Carey. Tools of Titans. I was disappointed. Three out of ten, but this didn't deliver in the way his past books have. There is zero thematic organization, so you can't reference certain topics you wanted to learn more about, except in a few cases. Which I do understand. Um... Sometimes it is quite difficult to know what to search for and then having a topical um, categorization, if you know what I mean, it's, it's quite useful. It, it really is because you then can search things up and you can search for similar resources and similar things. But when this is not the case, then um, you are quite fucked. Anyway, I'm going to actually give you all the categories so that you yourself can search for something that you're interested in. All aphorisms, biography, business, college, communication, copywriting, decision-making, dog training, entrepreneurship, fiction, finance, fitness, health, and once again health for whatever reason, I still don't know, history, language, leadership, learning, management, marketing, masculinity, mindfulness and meditation, networking, philosophy, photography, politics, Productivity, psychology, real estate, sales, science, sex, strategy, technology, travel, and writing.
That's it. <laughs> Crony Beliefs. Hiroshima. Finite and Infinite Games by James Cars. The effective executive that I do remember in a good way. Cloud Atlas or Atlas. <laughs> no highlights for some reason. Maybe I lost them. Go read it. <laughs> so maybe I have to check out Go Atlas as well. Made to Stick Difference by Yang Mi Accelerando. The Bhagavad Gita. I don't actually know if I went through it. I do only know that it is a Buddhist work, I think. The Building of Infinites, the Defining Decade. I think... No, I don't know this one. The Defining Decade by Mac J. It is guides to not feel lost in your 30s and 40s from a clinical psychologist who sees young people. It is a must read if you're in your 20s. Some of the research and examples are suspect, but the advice is excellent. As far as I know, I have not gone through it. I might have. I don't know, but at this point I also don't really care because um, I have seen, and I think it also just makes sense throughout the years, you're just going to have a different perspective on the same things. So when I read a book two years ago, three years ago, five years ago. And when I read it today, I'm probably going to find different things interesting and or I'm just going to find different things. And I've also seen a lot of people are in this age range that are listening to the podcast between 18 and I think 40, I guess, or something. This is kind of the, the highest percentage of people. The book centers around Chase's experience as a clinical psychologist, seeing people in their 30s and 40s who are hamstrung by having a lack of vision in their 20s. This book is meant to provide people in their 20s with some direction around creating that vision, not in a corny way, so that they are setting themselves up better for their 30s and beyond, instead of playing catch-up after derping around for 8 years. She highlights how the job market has shifted for people coming out of college. Which I think also makes sense, you know, because you're young, you're still having a lot of energy and you can still be shaped by the company so that you fit the company and the company's needs exactly. The Great Recession and its continuing aftermath have left many 20-something feeling naive, even devastated. 20-something are more educated than ever before, but a smaller percentage find work after college. Many entry-level jobs have gone overseas, making it more difficult for 20-somethings to gain a foothold at home. With a contracting economy and a growing population, unemployment is at its highest in decades. An unpaid internship is the new starter job, about a quarter of 20-somethings are out of work, and another quarter work only part-time. 20-somethings who do have paying jobs earn less than their 1970s counterparts when adjusted for inflation. Um, something that I do heavily dislike is paid, uh, non-paid internships. I don't know why this is good. Might also really depend on, on, on the education that you're having. 
um, and also the qualification that you're having for this job. So when you can really help the company, you should be paid, at least at my point of view. If you really cannot do anything and you're just there to, to learn something, like the, the bare minimum to just function in this company, it is difficult, you know, because you're basically getting paid for learning. You know, they give you something and then they additionally give you money. So I, I do understand this this thing. But now it's a question of, you know, what is uh, more often the case. All of the options that we have seen to be to our detriment. Many of Jay's patients describe feeling lost in a sense of options. Not able to dedicate themselves to anything because of so many alternatives. Well, I don't know. I mean, you can figure something out, can't you? Like, there are always going to be some things that you are very good at. There are always going to be some things that you are very talented at. So it makes sense. Also, it, it actually it, it makes sense to, to go for those things. But on the other hand, it also makes sense to just go for the complete opposite. Identity capital. Jay starts off the quote-unquote work section of the book by introducing the idea of identity capital, which is the collection of skills, relationships, and professional resources we build up over our lives. In brackets, there is Eric Erickson. I think he's an author of some actually pretty good book, but I don't remember the book. Many people in their 20s aren't building up any of them by sitting around at home or taking dead-end jobs. GPA and college degrees don't really count since everyone has them. Well, I do really know what, what, what she's trying to say. Um, having additional, I do not necessarily want to say qualifications, but qualities. I, you know, when I'm having somebody, I'm having two people and uh, I'm willing to hire one of them. Which person am I going to take? Probably the person that is having uh, more of something or better capacities or, or, or better skill in something. Having a degree and having the hard skills, it is necessary, period. But having the soft skills, this is, at this point, even more necessary because people are probably going to decide on that. When you are a very nice person, you're able to deal with people, which is quite always going to be the case. You know, either you're working with people, you know, as clients or you're having people around you as a team, you know, your team. You're always having to, to, to work with people and when you're able to do so very well, it is always going to be nice and it is always going to be amazing and it's always going to be worth going for this person instead actually of maybe some person that might be a bit better in terms of their hard skills, in terms of maybe their qualification or whatnot. Maybe they have a fucking additional course, but when they're not able to deal with people, well, of course you can teach them, but to some degree there's also some sort of a quote-unquote talent, something that you're just good at or you're not good at. Period. Never building up this capital and never getting good jobs leads to depression, sitting around at home drinking the opioid epidemic. Jay's advice, take the job with the most career capital, where you'll build the most relationships, learn the most, grow the most. Not necessarily make the most money. Yeah, because in the end, it is going to pay off. Um... Also, one of the reasons probably why I started a podcast, because I'm learning every single fucking day when I'm recording, um, 
especially when it is about book summaries, especially when it is about um, an article that that I find interesting and so on and forth, but also uh, in terms of the daily task of um, quote-unquote staying true to my profession, which is graphic design, and every day doing something. Um, I've gotten better, yes, and um, linearly. It's not progressively. Uh, period. This is just something I have to say. I don't know if it is because of me or something else. This is the case for all people. Um, but doing something every day, you're just going to get better. And when you like doing so, you know, of course, you are going to be able and, and then publishing it, then you're going to have the connections and so on and so forth. So in the end, doing something additional, and it is also something, uh, well, it's it's a tu tutor slash uh, teacher, I don't want to say teacher, um, told me or, or told us, in the end, nobody gives a shit about your grades, but a lot of people are going to give a shit about the things that you did besides going to uni and or attending uni. Um, so the projects that you've had, the things that you've built, the things that you've tried out, the connections that you're having, and so on and so forth. Who haven't heard or who hasn't heard of a story where somebody was like, okay, um, I may not be as qualified, but I'm having certain connections. You know, whether it is, I don't know, like your, I don't know, your, your brother's friend's sister's cousin or some shit, um, or somebody actually pretty close. Connections matter, emotional intelligence matters. Um, sometimes things matter that just make sense, I would say. But yeah, with that being said, go see you the next time. So, bye-bye.